I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Jabba, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. To the Mandalorian Man, where for the next seven weeks, we will be discussing the book of Boba Fett in what I call the pod of Boba Fett. You see what I did there? Uh, for those of you who haven't caught up yet, I took the title, the book of Boba Fett, the title of the show, and I took out the word book and I put in the word pod, which is short for podcast, not pod racer that's a different star wars pod cast my friends it's been quite a while since we've last talked in fact i haven't recorded anything since the end of season two of the mandalorian um where we saw young grogu go away with young luke skywalker and um, who knows? Who knows what, uh, what's next? I remember originally you just assumed that this time of year we'd be getting an episode, uh, I mean, a season three of The Mandalorian. But then at the end of that episode, we got a little stinger, a little teaser for this. And we had to wait a whole year because I checked. It was December 18th when I last did any sort of recording, that would have been the night of the, uh, the final episode of The Mandalorian. And 
everyone was like, wait, what? We're getting a, a spinoff of, of, uh, of The Mandalorian? Boba Fett's getting his own show? What the what? Uh, and, and here we are. We're fi- we, we, it took a long time, but we're finally here. It, what I read, and I don't know how true this is. It's on Wikipedia, so, you know, I believe it's true. But um, they were filming, they started filming this in November of 2020. And it wasn't until a few episodes in or a few weeks in or something that they realized they weren't actually creating season three of The Mandalorian. They were creating season one or the one and only season, I'm not really sure, uh, of the book of Boba Fett. And um, it was really, it's really exciting because this is the guy. This is the guy that everyone, every hardcore Star Wars fan for years wanted to see this guy resurrected, uh, wanted to see him be, climb out of the Sarlacc pit. He actually survived all that fun stuff. But I was like, no, that didn't happen. And I remember talking about it in this podcast saying, that didn't happen. That would be silly. Uh, he died. How could that possibly happen? And then they made it happen. And then in this episode, they show it happen. And I'm like, okay, I'm completely on board. I'm in. Let's do this. If you um, are familiar with me, I I love Star Wars, but I'm not a hardcore Star Wars fan. Like, I'm, I don't know every species of every alien. Um, and I, I'm like, I know this guy, and I know this, and I know that's a Greedo-looking guy. Um, but I, I'm, I'm not like this hardcore, like, well, wait a minute. Um, they didn't do the 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 the, the banta uh, tank tank is different in this. It's it's a horizontal and not vertical. And I I don't know like if there's a difference. I call this thing a bacta tank. I just call that a banta tank, like Tony Banta from um, from Taxi. It's a bacta tank. Um, that's how I look down. I I I know I say I don't take notes, and I usually don't, but I did t- today for the first episode. But um, just going in, know that I'm a fan who loves this stuff, who generally is uh, a positive, you know, keeps a positive spin on things. And I really don't talk about things I don't like because who wants to do that? So I kind of have this predisposition, I believe is the proper English word, uh, to enjoy things going in. And I'm, I'm looking to enjoy myself. And I had to say that I, I really did enjoy myself um, watching this first episode Um where we see uh, Boba Fett and Fennec Shand kind of uh, continuing what we first saw at the end of The Mandalorian. Now, if you just, if you skip The Mandalorian and said, oh my goodness, we're finally getting Boba Fett, now I will watch the show. And you start watching it, you're going to be like, wait, what? How did he get there? It is pretty critical to at least see the end of The Mandalorian um, to see kind of, how we got to where we are at the beginning of the book of Boba Fett. But let's be honest, if you didn't watch The Mandalorian, what are we doing? If you, if you just came to watch this, you need to go back now. I'll wait. Okay, and I gave you enough time to pause it. Go watch the first two seasons of The Mandalorian and come back here. Um, but it, it, what it, it really, you know, we, we see him in Jabba's, um, taking over Jabba's job, right? That's what he does. We know that already from the end of The Mandalorian. So coming in, knowing that helped um, kind of propel the story. We didn't have to do that again. And I thought maybe they'd show it again, uh, but they didn't because they're like, you know what? Come on. We trust. We trust you, the audience. You, you, you're pretty smart. 
So uh, today, December 29th, 2021, I'm here to talk about chapter one, Stranger in a Strange Land, written by John Favreau and directed by Robert Rodriguez. I wasn't sure. I also thought, I wonder if this is a different showrunner. Will they give, you know, like Marvel has the different shows and they give different showrunners um, to, you know, to each show. Uh, but this is still a John Favreau joint. He, it seems like he and Dave Filoni are the keepers of at least the Star Wars television world. And I'm all for it. Uh, and directed by Robert Rodriguez, who we've seen before in this in in the in the Mandalorian, and um, he's just an all around really uh, good director. Um, and I said, you know, we get Ming Na Wen back as Fennec Shand, and Tamara. I hope I'm saying it right. Tamara Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. I love that um, we're getting the Tamara Morrison comes in. And um, he is Django Fett in Attack of the Clones. And that basically set this dude up for, you know, some steady work for the rest of his life, for the next 20 years. I mean, maybe not for the rest of his life, for the next 20 years, though. He's able to voice, um, because if you, we all know this, even I know this. um, Django Fett is the man who they based all the clones on. So every clone is this guy. So he did a lot of voices in video games, I think, and even some of the cartoons. He was, you know, he was, any face of an adult clone was him. Locked in, boom, there's a Star Wars character for the rest of your life. Uh, and then Boba asked the, the, whoever the people were on that spaceship, they looked like, you know, they were out of the abyss on that ocean, uh, was it, I, I wrote down, Camino. Um, Camino will make a clone. Django wants to take one. He he says they wants one clone that isn't um, isn't like genetically aged, so he grows up like a regular boy, and that's Boba Fett. That's who. So Boba is a Boba, Booby is a clone who just was not um, genetically aged, so he could grow like a real boy, uh, and and uh, Django. Mr. Django Fett could take him as a um, as his son and raise him as his own. Um, and now, I mean, who would have thought that years later, he's like, "Wait, I get to be Boba Fett on a on on the telly? Is it? Yeah, on the telly." And um, wasn't he Boba in one of the special editions too? I think. Um, very very cool. That, that they, there's that, that consistency, that un, you, um, uniformity. I don't know if, I, I feel like I'm getting the wrong word. And even saying getting the wrong word sounds weird. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on. Um, let's start talking about the episode. It opens on the former Palace of Java, right? I think, right? This is my understanding as a guy watching this. Uh, and we see Boba in what looks like a Bacta tank, which... We've seen Luke in, in, um, I almost said Escape of the Clones. I don't know. Empire Strikes Back. It's a movie. It's a Star Wars movie. You should see it. Um, where he's kind of floating, you know, vertically. But now we got uh, Boba lying down, just kind of relaxing. Really just, you know, he's got the, uh, the scuba mask and his scuba, like, uh, mouthpiece in his mouth. And he's chilling in there. And but we see him kind of going, <laughs> and he has these, 
these little dreams, which are great because we get these little flashbacks. And this is a nice storytelling device, a nice way for us to kind of see how we got from uh, Return of the Jedi to the first time we saw him in, uh, in The Mandalorian. Right. I mean, I don't know if we're going to end at that point, but, you know, we saw him, this this cloaked figure with none of his gear, none of his armor in the Mandalorian. Well, how do we get there? And this kind of starts to answer some of those questions. Um, we see the first little flashback of that Camino, that that ocean planet or that ocean city where he was raised. Um, and then there's another quick one, which is a shot from Attack of the Clones, where we see him pick up. The, uh, the helmet of Django when Django was killed. I always thought he should have picked up the helmet and then just like the head falls out and, uh, and hits the ground, but that would have been a little too much. And then the next shot, boom, he's in the Sarlacc pit. I thought this was perfect because, A, it, it, for, for those who, people who don't know, you know, look, I mean, let's be honest, everybody who's watching knows. So, the fans, the, the, the people who wanted this for years, they got it and they got exactly like, well, he, he, he just got his, he got out. He pulled himself out of the, the Sarlacc pit. Well, yeah, pretty much. And it was, you know, remember, he was supposed to be in there digesting, what was it, over like thousands of years. So it's a pretty slow, um, pretty slow digestive period. So you're obviously alive for a while. He manages to kind of wriggle through the grossness of it, sees a stormtrooper, uses like the stormtrooper trooper has like this oxygen tank, uses that to help him breathe a little, and then uses his flame from his wrist to burn through, burn through some of the, the, the skin, the arms of this thing, the, or the tongue, I don't know what the hell it is, and um, punches through the sand, and it's like this triumphant, yes, this is the moment that... that I'm sure people with action figures in their backyard were, were recreating, were, were hoping, were just like fan fictioning it for years. And now officially we see Boba Fett coming out of the sand. He's alive, but he's like, oh, I don't feel so good. Boom, passes out. And then we see Jawas show up. And they steal everything, leave him just pretty much in his undies. Um, and remember... In Mandalorian, the Jawas had his armor, so they take all his all his goods and, and kind of just leave him there for uh, for dead. And then the Tusken Raiders show up. I'm trying to see if I could do a Tusken Raider. And part of me thought maybe they've for years they've been living in the sand and it just kind of clogged up their throats. And I feel like, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, may may you come with us, man. So they they take him, tie him up. Um, they realize, they see that he's still alive, and they enslave him. They they um, have him tied up at one point, and uh, these dudes come out. One looks like the chieftain or the chief. Another guy has, like, long hair or, or kind of, like, dreadlock-type things, almost like he's he's a second-in-command, maybe. Um, and all these kids come up. They look like young Tuscan kids, and they just start, like, hitting him with sticks and kicking him and just kind of beating him up. And he looks over at the chief. The chief just doesn't really care. He's like, this guy's nothing. He's, he's just, he's trash. He's a slave. Who cares? Let the kids have their fun beating him up. Um, later on, he tries to escape. Now, he's with this, um, he's tied up to this thing 
with this Greedo looking guy. I don't know if he was orange. I was calling him orange Greedo. I don't know if he's pink. Um, I was watching it on my tablet. I should go back and see again. But he's like, come on, do you want to Skype? I, I'm not going to do an Australian act, accent every time, am I? I might. Uh, and the, the Greedo guy's like, meh, 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 starts, starts sounding the alarm. He's like, you son of a bitch. He doesn't say that. But um, there's this lizard dog who he, um, wait, is this the point when he chokes it out? He chokes it out. And he's like, but he doesn't kill it. He just knocks it out and he pets it. He's like, all right. And he runs off. And then the lizard dog wakes up. I think I could be wrong. I literally watched this and watched it. I watched it earlier today. And then I watched it again and actually took some notes and, and went through it quickly. Um, but anyway, they chase him down. And all these Tuscan guys are just standing there. I thought they were standing there because they're working across a certain line. And we we're going to see one of those like underground, those dragon things again, you know, those things that we saw in the um, episode with Timothy Oliphant. But, um, but they didn't, they just stood there. And one of them, the guy with like the dreadlocks walked out, like he's going to challenge him and they, ch- he challenges him. They fight and he beats the hell out of, uh, out of, out of Boba. Boba's he's dehydrated. He's all scarred up. He don't look too good. And he gets knocked out, and boom, we wake. He wakes up. Now we're in "quote unquote" current day. This is the current day of the um, in the Star Wars world. What is this? A little bit after um, Return of the Jedi, and in um, but in our world, in the in the book of Boba Fett world, this is qu- current day. Fennec wake, wakes him up out of the out of the uh, out of the tank, and um, I at first I thought he had to be put in there because he was dying, you know, like he he needed to be put in there, and someone put him in there, but he's able to turn it off himself and kind of get out himself, and he's like the dreams are back. That's my um, that's that's my Australian again. I, I'm not going to talk about it every time I do it. I might do it. I might not do it. Just fair one and going forward. She's like, come on, it's time to go. They're lined up to pay respects for you. And then we get a badass scene where um, he starts suiting up. Like he's, um, he, this music's happening. All these robots are like um, helping him turn into the Boba Fett character that we know. Then we see him sitting on his throne. He's literally, he's like the crime boss now. He's sitting on his throne, and people are coming by to pay tribute to him. This one guy comes up and is like, pays tribute to him. And then uh, the robot, this robot guy who's like, I don't know, his butler or something, he, he um, announces the next man coming through, uh, Doc Strassi. Um, I call him Lizard Man. And the robot is actually voiced by Matt Berry. He's been in a ton of different things, but if, right now the thing I know him from the most is what we do in the shadows on FX, the TV show. He's Laszlo. Bat! So this lizard man comes up. The lizard man is actually voiced by Robert Rodriguez. Um, and Boba makes a comment. He's like, I used to work for him. Um, he, so he comes over and makes a nice tribute. Just he's like, you know, he, he says it in a weird way. And Boba's like, man, every time those creatures even say a compliment, it sounds like it's a threat. Then the next, uh, the next, person on the Price is Right called up is Mock Shays, the mayor of Moss Espa. 
well, that's who's supposed to be coming up. Instead, we get the mayor's major domo in my favorite scene of the episode. Presenting His Excellency, Mark Shays, mayor of Mos Espa and its surrounding plateaus. The mayor's major domo, actually. We were told the mayor was coming to pay tribute. Ah, indeed, yes. With apologies, I understand how one might draw such a conclusion from the correspondence. Very well. Extend my greetings and appreciation of the mayor's tribute. Another understandable misunderstanding. The uh, only tribute I bear is the mayor's heartfelt welcome, which I express in his stead. So you bring no tribute? The mayor's heartfelt welcome and regrets that he's been drawn away by pressing matters, milady. If he had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Apologies, Ap apologies. Tell the mayor I'm here now. He knows. Yes, he knows. Perhaps another time. Next. Actually, there is one other matter, if I may. What is it? The matter of tribute. I'm confused. He wants you to pay him. What? I'm the crime lord. He's supposed to pay me. Shall I kill him? He works for the mayor. Is that a no? That's a no. Lord Fett offers the gift of your leave unmolested. Hmm. Apologies and appreciation. The mayor may take it differently, but I shall indeed convey your sentiment. I would not be surprised if you receive another delegation in the near future. Keep an eye on that one. I keep an eye on everyone. I love the back and forth between the Major Domo and um, Boba and Fennec. Uh, the, the actor, I recognized him right away, not by name, but by his voice and his face. I wouldn't know his name. I had to look it up. David Pasquese? I believe I wrote that right down right. I recognized his voice right away and just his mannerisms. He uh, was um, Julia Louise Dreyfus's ex-husband on Veep. He was all, he was kind of swarmy. He was adulterous. He was like into illegal things. He was just never trusted. Uh, and he, but he was a great character, and, I, and he's a great character. And this, and just the way he talked, he, we didn't meet the mayor, Makshay's, we didn't, uh, but we did see a threat, kind of a very mild threat from this major domo guy. Uh, and I think this is what is setting up to be the major overall story arc of the season. That's, that's my guess that, the, that this mayor and the, the, the kind of, um, the power, the, the pull for, for strength, where the mayor thinks he should be given tribute to uh, Boba. And Boba's like, no, I run the crime lord. You know, you're lucky 
that you're mayor and mayors are probably like, you're lucky that I'm allowing you to do this in my town. Um, so I think that's going to be great. And I, and I'm looking forward to seeing who is going to be the mayor. I hope it's a character or an actor that uh, I recognize. Next up, we see two Gamorian guards. Uh, when I was a kid, I just called them the pigmen. They worked for Jabba. Uh, these actually guys, these guys were former guards of Jabba and former guards of Bib Fortuna. And Boba's like, you are loyal to Jabba. And they're like, yes, you are loyal to Bib Fortuna. Yes. He's like, will you be loyal to me? Yes. Boom. He takes them in as his guards. So now it's kind of a team of four. Um, we might, maybe we'll get a protocol droid at one point because the first alien who was giving them tribute, the, he did not understand a word this thing was saying. The Matthew Berry um, robot doesn't seem to uh, be translating anything. So you need a protocol droid, like a C-3PO type thing. So I wonder, I wonder if we'll see one. Um, so they all go off for a nice stroll, uh, the four of them, Fennec, uh, Boba, and the two pigmen, um, Cuckoo Kachu. They, um, and Boba walks and, you know, Fennec's like, you know, Jabba would be carried through these streets. And Boba's like, I, you know, I'm not going to get carried. I walk. He goes to this club, um, cantina. We kind of get like a nice cantina band, very, very similar. Um, it might be the same band, right? Some of the same characters. It might be the same cantina. They play different music, though. And we see Jennifer Beals from Flashdance. She runs this club, and she had two, like, assistants come up. They're like, you want us to shine your helmets? And they're like, yeah, sure, sure. Fennec wasn't into it, but Boba's like, yes, sure. He's like, you might as well, you know, you know, agree to their customs. It makes them, makes you seem more approachable type thing. So she comes up and he's just kind of introduces himself. He's like, just want to let you know, I'm taping, I'm taking over for Bib Fortuna. And I just want to let you know, you know, just, just to introduce myself and let you know the things you can, what you're doing here, you keep running as you normally would. And she was like, that's good to know. Thank you. Knowing now, you know, uh, we will keep running this now that it is your place. She gave in pretty quickly. I thought there was going to be a little pushback, like you just show up and all of a sudden you think you're the the head honcho? You think you're the, the, the dude who runs things around here? But she seemed all for it. And in fact, when the, their helmets were cleaned and returned to them, his was filled with all kinds of coins. Um, so uh, it seems like we'll see Jennifer Beals again. And it seems to me that um, uh, Boba's new job is very um, prosperous. So they head outside, they go for a walk, uh, and he's, this is where he says the line, I think this is where he said the line, that you know, Jabba um, ruled out of fear, I'm going to rule out of respect, and then all of a sudden a bunch of Jedi ninjas show up. That's what I call them, a group of assassins, uh, and you know, I, I don't know what they were, they looked a little nin ninja-like to me, so that's what I'm going with. Jedi ninjas. So there's all this fighting going on. They take out a few. We get a Wilhelm scream. I'm almost positive we got the Wilhelm scream there. Um, and Boba's kind of getting the crappy out of him, too. They have these cool shields. Um, Fennec goes to chase two down. Uh, Boba blows one up, and then he's like, Fennec, um, alive. 
Well, she only needs one alive. So she chases two of them down, stops two of them, looks at one, pushes one off the ledge to kill him, and keeps the other one capture, captured. Uh, the Gamorrean guards take Boba, who's got the crap eat out of him, back to the back to tank to heal up. Um, I wonder if that's going to be an ongoing thing where it's like, oh, I'm hurt again. Take me back to the back to tank. Um, they go back to the back to tank, and then we get flashbacks. We'll call it the flash back to tank. Oh, baby. Because, um, wow, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm very proud of that one. The flash back to tank. Hmm. Anyway, um, this is where we go back to another dream, which in a flashback, which picks up pretty much where the last dream left off, which is really uh, fortunate. And this is the rest of the episode. We're done with the current day. Um, you know, Boba, maybe he sleeps every night in the tank. You know, he's getting older. Maybe that's what he does. But um, we get um, a flashback for the rest of the episode. This kid Tuscan takes him and the Greedo guy and um, drags them along. He has his lizard dog with him to kind of keep them from running off. He shows them the spot where these, they look like kind of ruffians, gangsters. I don't know what they were. They were up to no good. They were beating this guy up at his place. Uh, and this guy had like a string, had this little fountain showing water. But they also drew these things on the, on the wall. It looked like a, like a J and an L almost. Um, but but almost, almost in a weird way, there were like arrows could have been an arrow, could have been a J and an L together, but it seemed like it was their insignia. So that, I think, is going to be another big thing, maybe some group he has to deal with um, going forward. But I think the little Tuscan kid, all he really wanted to show them was water. And he's like, now we want you to dig for water. And I thought, what? These guys are going to dig for water? They, they're, going to, they're going to die. Um, but... It seems like in Tatooine, there, is, there are these like rocks or shells or something that, that have water in them. And you can kind of, you don't have to dig very far to find them. They're everywhere. But you have to dig them up. So he digs, they start digging them up. Um, and um, at one point, uh, Boba finds one for himself. He starts drinking it. The Tuscan guy like slaps, tries to slap it out of his hand. Boba grabs the staff. He's like, I want a drink. I need a drink, blimey. He didn't say that. Um, and the kid takes the rock from him and then gives the rest to his dog, basically pours it out almost, um, which was kind of funny. So this, um, we cut, like, we show the sun, sons, the two sons, um, as the day is going on, and now the, the kid is kind of resting, the dog is resting, and these two people are still, Boba and um, Greedo guy, are still digging. And this is where Boba's like, you know, we could have escaped before. I, you know, like, what's, what's to stop me from taking this chain and choking you now? And, you know, um, the Greedo guy's like, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, now you have, to, you have plenty to say. And then we show him kind of digging some more. And he, he starts digging, and it looks like lizard scales. And all of a sudden, all these hands start popping up. Boom, boom. And it's this giant monster, like a giant lizard centaur, centaur. With four arms, this thing, I thought he was going to rip that Greedo dude's head off. I know his name's not Greedo. I don't know what the, what the, what the, um, the species is. But he smashes him, and I guess he kills him. Um, and then um, he tries to kill the Tuscan kid. He goes, he starts chasing after the Tuscan kid. 
out of nowhere, Boba Fett jumps on this guy's back with the chains, starts choking it out. Um, not quite the same way that the Princess Leia choked out uh, Jabba, but pretty choked this thing out with these chains that have real sharp barbs on it. So this thing died. The, guy, the kid looked at Boba like, whoa. And um, next thing we see them walking back to camp, three of them together. Boba's not chained up anymore. In fact, he's carrying the chains, and the kid is carrying the head of this creature. He brings it back to the camp, and he's holding it up like a trophy, and he's like mim- mim- like uh, miming um, how he hit this thing and choked it out, basically taking credit for the whole thing. Boba could care less. He, he, he lets the kid take the credit for him, um, but the chief knows. I think the chief figures this out. He comes over and stands beside Boba Fett. Doesn't look at him, stands beside him, almost like, hey, you're one of us now. Hands him a, a drink and gives him a little drink um, from you know one of those rock things where the water is. And credits roll. So, I mean, it's a, and then we get directed by Robert Rodriguez. I love um, when... At the end, you don't know who directed it. Like, I love that little pop. Like, oh, Robert Rodriguez directed this? Awesome. Written by uh, John Favreau. That's where I was like, oh, okay. These guys are, you know, are, are still running everything. And we get this very similar um, final credits that we got in The Mandalorian where things are, like, we get the hand-drawn art of, of like, not that, not like their storyboards, but real detailed um, designs for, I think, the basis of the show. Um Really cool. I'm all in. Obviously, I was all in with The Mandalorian. I'm all in with this. It's only going to be seven episodes. Um, and I I don't know if there's a season one. It might be, this is just might be a mini series like they do with some of these Marvel things. One and done. And some of the Marvel things come back. But um, I don't know how this is going to be. So I'm just going to enjoy it um, for as long as I can. And I hope you come along for the ride as we uh, talk about it for the next seven weeks. So what did we learn here? Though we learned, well, we learned how Boba got out of the, um, the Sarlacc pit. We learned how the Jawas took his armor. And we um, see him kind of getting in with the Tusken Raiders. That's what we learned from the past. In the present we see that there is there are these raiders, these guys. Um, well, wait a second. Hmm. That J and the L was in the past, so I wonder if that if we're going to get kind of a two story structure the whole time. The past we're going to he's going to be fighting those JL guys, and the present he's going to be dealing with the mayor. That's I'm just guessing, just thinking out loud, because in the future, in the present day, we see him taking over for Jabba the Hutt. We see him getting tributes from, you know, a few people. We see him getting paid off by Jennifer Beals. We see these ninja assassins show up. I wonder if they were paid for by the mayor. Um, And we see, um, well, we see the mayor's uh, major domo subtly threatening that the mayor's probably not going to be happy that he's not getting tribute. Uh, So we've set things up. We've established some things. And we've, we, we've established things that we were hoping to see and set things up for the coming season. Uh, there was no next time on the, on the book of Boba Fett. 
So I have no idea what's coming next, and I love it. I love going in, not knowing a thing. I don't want to, you know, I played the trailer at the beginning of this, um, and it, you know, that's the only time I'm really going to do that because it's the first episode of this series. Um, but I don't want to see any previews for any episode going in, going forward. I just want to watch it um, as fresh as a daisy. And speaking of um, the beginning of this episode, there was also some music at the beginning that uh, is being played, that was played over the end credits of this episode. And I just, I loved it. I was like, oh man, that's the music I want to use. That is awesome. Um, I think that music was from someone named Ludwig Gorenson, I think. I'm just looking up music. It shows Ludwig Gorenson and Joseph Shirley. Um, but I think that piece, which was had like this like choir chanting also, I thought that was, I was really uh, cool. I don't know. I was like, oh, oh that's the music I want to use. Uh, so yeah, I am excited. I am ready to roll. I can't wait to see what comes next. Um, it's more Star Wars, you know? We get to have more Star Wars. We haven't had new Star Wars since the end of The Mandalorian. Um, and we're finally getting some new Star Wars. So I love it. And I can't wait to see what's next. Now, a little homework for me. I just want to uh, let you know that I am on Twitter and on Instagram, at Geek Mentality in both places. The website is fans.experts. Uh, the Facebook page, I'm sorry, the website is fans.experts.com. The Facebook page is Fans Not Experts. This is The Mandalorian Man. And uh, for the next seven weeks, we're doing the pod of Boba Fett. I can't wait to see what comes next. I hope you come back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. And may the Force will be with you. Fans not experts.